Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast. Good evening, Pete. Good morning, Pete. Good afternoon, Pete. <laughs> well, you don't know when they're listening. Our listeners could be listening in the morning, they could be listening in the evening. I listen to podcasts when I'm having a shower. They, they could be listening from uh, Iceland where it's evening <laughs> but it's morning. Yeah, because there's a golf course in Ireland, in Iceland, sorry, that you can play golf at two in the morning because the sun doesn't set. That's right. But they mustn't do much business in winter. Getting up early, sweetheart. I'm going to have an early round of golf before work. <laughs> have a hit out. Um, yeah, uh, just just us two tonight. Ross couldn't make it. Was he, I think, was it the Range Rover didn't start? <laughs> Is there a reason why he couldn't? Yeah, he's probably it? waiting for that. <laughs> It's, not only did the car didn't start, but the uh, probably roadside assist is probably slow. Maybe his dash isn't working again. He forgot to plug it in to charge it up. He can't hit the nav where to go for the, our little podcast studio. But anyway, it's just got both of us here today. So um, we're going we'll to talk about some car news. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah, this was about cars, wasn't it? Is it is about cars. Yeah. So um, for the first topic I thought I'd speak to you about is... Everyone's done it to death, but the Corvette is finally coming to Australia from factory as a right-hand drive. Yes, it is. And it looks like an American Ferrari. I mean, it's a nice-looking yeah, car. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice-looking car. It's, um, look, it'll, be, it'll be a very quick car on the track. Yeah, for sure. Um, it'll, be a nice, it'll be a lovely car to drive on some nice driver's roads. Mm. With a um, mid-engine. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just don't know where it fits in. It's good. Well, with what? With because with, at the moment they've only confirmed the the, the base the, the 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 naturally aspirated motor. It'll be fully right? loaded though. When you say base, it'll have all no the no. We'll, we'll always get yeah, but no, we've only been confirmed with the standard motor, right? Yes, so I'm, there'll be the the supercharged motor as well, the forced induction one. So yeah, they've got the Z ones and Z sixes, Z 06s whatever they the whatever pack it's going to yeah. be. So I'd say that's going to be the money car that tuners can play with because you find that if it's going to be in that 130 to 150 range they're quoting, people buy those cars and like to play with them. They like to tune them. They like to get them, you well, know. it's happening a lot with the Mustangs, even though it's a, another category less. The Camaros are getting fettled with. Australians well, like power. Camaros, a lot of the import ones they did because people brought them in and did what they wanted with them. Yeah. The, the new ones, no one's really done anything with it because by the time you throw money at it, you can buy the ZL1 and that's got everything on it. So it's good. But the Camaro is a different car. It's a mid-engine, uh, the Corvette, sorry. It's a mid-engine car. D- different car. It's a different car, different market. It, yeah. it'll, I reckon it'll be 150 yeah. minimum. Yeah. And whatever, even if at that price, they'll sell whatever Australia can get their hands yeah. on. Yeah, whatever they can get their hands on will sell. And it's... when I said an American Ferrari, anything that looks like a Ferrari is still a good car. Except for those ones we talked about. Yeah, the South American ones. <laughs> but... I mean, I this think, thing's gonna it, it's gonna scream with a fiberglass body it's gonna be light yeah you're gonna have a 6.2 litre minimum it'll be it's gonna it's gonna be a very fast car is it gonna be for everyone no even the Camaro isn't selling that well for Holden HSV probably mainly because it's a left hand drive car and it's been converted to right hand drive the people still Being have fussy with handbrakes on the wrong side and well they got a lot of things right but it's just I think people just still there's that stigma over a converted car but even the so, Mustang's got the cup holders on the wrong side, if you look at the Mustang. Well, that's just lazy engineering. That's, that's but, then, but then again, the Mustang is mid-60s. 
Mm. No, Australian dollars. Yeah, so you 60s, can yeah. Um, where the Camaro's around the 90 mark. Yeah. So you can forgive it in the mid-60s. So... Um, so do you think, I mean, the Corvette, and if you look at the cockpit, it is sort of driver focus. So yes. Yeah, it, you're going to have to flip it. Like the, the factories in, in Kentucky, they're going to have to make it. Well, it'll be made, it will be made so it's ergonomically yeah, that's right for the right-hand drive market. Because um, it's almost um, like a cockpit. It's like a typical, it almost reminded me of like an 80s upright dash cockpit. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've gone back to that cockpit look, look, style. I like it. But I don't think it wouldn't be for me. What does it mean for Holden? And this is the point I was going to get to. So now the Corvette's coming out. The whole world's raving about the mid-engine. There's photos of it in New York. But now that it's coming from the factory right-hand drive, and Holden are selling and taking deposits, yeah. we know it's not going to be badged to Holden. That's right. It's a Chevrolet Chevrolet Corvette. The Camaro's not badged Holden, even no. though HSV fiddles with it. Chevrolet. A Chevrolet. Another thing that I noticed during the week in in downtown Sydney was an Astra that was blacked out on the grill. The front was all black taped and the rear badge logo Holden badge was blacked out. Is the Opal sale meaning that Holden's going to stop taking in cars from Opal? I hope so. Well, that means the end of the Commodore, which leads to another photo that appeared this week, which was a Cadillac in Melbourne, not disguised, just sitting there and they were saying, is this the next Commodore? Again, I hope not. If Cadillac's going to come to Australia... They've just got to dump the name Commodore. And just call it Cadillac. Yeah, that's it. So you're going to have Chevrolet with their supercars. You've got Cadillac hopefully coming. You want to keep it as Cadillac. And then you've got all the four-wheel drives that are coming now, Equinox, and they're all Chevrolet-sourced four-wheel drives. The thing is, the Equinox and that, they're not selling, right? People aren't buying them. But they're not the Craptiva. They're not from Korea. Yeah, they're not buying them. And, And they're not really... I mean... They're, they're, they're putting petrol V6 engines into SUVs and it's like they're five years behind every. There's no... The Chevy Blazer, which is a medium SUV, so it's like a... Like a I think it's a Mazda CX-5. CX, but with know, a yeah, engine. It's a really nice looking medium size, that, that mid SUV. Not in right-hand drive. They're buff heads. They're buff heads. It's the same with the, the larger... Um, the Utes or the trucks as the Americans call them there's the Dodge Ram 1500 which has been a hit which is which is sort of like a little bit it's not as big as the F-150s and and uh, you know but it's it's bigger than a Ford Ranger and a Hilux and an Amarok and they can't they, they, mate they can't get enough of them in to convert them guys mate how many Utes are sold in Australia every year how many SUVs why wouldn't I mean it's not going to change why wouldn't you be gearing this up for your next model? Because they don't care. They're so, going, I, th- I think they're going to have to start with a new brush. We discussed this on our very first episode, and that is Holden is renowned for Australian-made, uh, even though, except for the Commodore and the Cruze, many of the cars weren't Australian-made. However, they should just keep the Holden dealership, rename it GM. I mean, we are Holden is owned by General Motors. And bring in their star cars. Bring in the Chevy Corvettes, which they're doing now. Bring in the, the Cadillacs, the the the, the, the V Sports. Should just go back to being GM and bring right? in the separate badges. You know? Bring bring in a couple of bring in what will sell. Bring in what you need into the showrooms. Pick the best you can bring in because you're not shackled anymore. You've got no local manufacturing. Bring some hot hatches in. People buy. 
The problem for GM and for Holden, with the exception of their Halo cars like the Corvette, the Camaro, even the Camaro was in the wilderness for a while. And the Silverado in America and the Suburbans. They've always had a problem with continuity, right? They they keep changing their badges. When you said hot hatch, there is no GM hot hatch. Name in America, there's no hot hatch. There there isn't. Where Ford's got a sports model of every variant. And they've maintained a name and a... Fiesta. Yeah. So... If you look at, and people say you can't compare it, but because I spoke to some other enthusiasts a few weeks ago about this, and I said, you look at BMW, three, five, seven, and then they've got their X's and one, and what they've always done is maintained continuity with a, with a range of engines available. And, oh yeah, but they're German brand, they're, they're, they're luxury cars. No, they're not. They're taxis in their own country. That's right. There's a 720D you can buy. A 7 Series with a 2-litre four-cylinder diesel. Where I saw the E180. That's right. They've got, they've got poverty packs right? in there. Because they cater. They have, a, they have a model, and they give a variety of engines and options with it, and they sell them everywhere. Now, GM has that ability, because when and acquired all these, they acquire Ropel, and they acquire... Was it Citroën? Or Citroën acquired Opel now? Yeah, yeah. The French have got Opel. Well, these guys are off buying each other yeah. and keeping the shit. Mate, buy it, pull it apart, and, I don't know, keep the factory well, and build some better cars. Okay, compare that to, say, Volkswagen. They bought Bentley, they the, own Audi, that's been a staple. Lamborghini. They bought out Skoda and all the other yep. Sayets and, and Porsche. And the Bentley Coupe is basically a Panamera that's right. chassis. The the Bentayga, the Bentley four-wheel yep. drive, is the Lamborghini Urus Yes, as well as the Q7. But if you look at, say, the Golf and the other cars, they've got same underpinnings and running gear. They've, they might have different uh, cosmetics and chassis tuning mm. and interiors, but people buy them because mm. they know what they're getting underneath. But they know where to but put it. They, where, they know how to pigeonhole It's almost like GM doesn't care about anything but the Corvette, the Camaro. Um, we'll throw Silverado. a couple of Povo cars to keep our numbers there. The Silverados, we sell them by the truckload. Yeah. Pardon the pun. Yeah. But they just don't care. And the simple fact is, in a country like Australia where it's a big country that you throw Europe into nearly twice over, yeah. you've only got 25 million people, which is sort of like, well... It's one American city. Pretty much. They don't care. And and the Australians have always put out really good cars. They've had a lot of good input into the, the, the GM industry, well, even to Ford. Well, I mean, the design teams are in Australia, right. like the Ford. The innovation. The well, the, the, the new Ford GT uh, 40, GT. It's just the GT. It's an Aussie Just the GT. Um, the carbon fibre wheels are made in Geelong. Yep, for the Mustang as well, the GT 350. Right. Yep. So, so we've got all the talent. We give them all the help. And they get the glory. And you know what they throw back at us? Junk. Yeah. Barinas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a Barina and, uh, you know, and a Ford Taurus. Remember the Ford Taurus? Y- yeah. The one that came here thinking they're going to replace the Falcon. Yeah. Looked like a, a smashed egg with wheels. Yeah, it looked like someone that. dropped something on it. <laughs> it's, it's, but, like I said, if you look at Mercedes and BMW and Audi, they have the C-Class. They have everything from an economical or hybrid engine up to the big banger, balls out, AMG or the RS or the M in the one shell mm. in the way like it's a three series so you get people that go 
younger people that might buy a 318 or a 320 or a 330 or whatever, and they their aspirations are to get to an M. They've got or, them in the brand early Or get to a 5 Series, okay? And there are people like that. There's people that will always go back and buy a BMW or a Mercedes. And the thing that comes with buying the car is the buying experience, the service. Now, you compare a Mercedes dealership to a Holden or a Ford dealership. I mean, you've had your dealings with the dealership with your GDSR. Yeah, there's... You've, you've got a C-Class, and you compare that to the Mercedes experience. That's right. Look, you, you're always going to get a couple of bad exit dealerships. Yeah, yeah. okay. There's, you know, you're going to... It's hit and miss. But when Lexus first came out in 1988, 89, yeah. they wanted to go on dealer experience from back right. then. Yeah. And they would do anything to keep you happy and keep you with the brand. Yeah. And people loved that. That was almost like... That's right. They knew that was And they went back for that or they swapped brands for that. Correct. Because they got sick of being the punching bag, you could say, for, you know... for quality first. Yep. And so got this gruntled BMW and Mercedes from the 90s and now we're making pretty shit cars in the 90s, Mercedes. Yeah. With with a Chrysler merger. They were cutting corners big time. They captured some of that market and... They're trying to keep them from the deal experience, yeah. which is what Genesis and Hyundai are trying to do now. That's right. With um, uh, their stores, I don't know what they bloody call them. Tesla is trying yeah. as well. But I've noticed that you know when family and friends want to buy a car, and I go along and I help them, and you go there, and it's some of the cars that are being sold are very they're easy to sell, right? They sell themselves. They sell themselves. It's literally being an order taker. A friend of mine went into Mercedes a few days ago. They they were looking at a new A class, and I told them I said to them, look, just for what you want, just go get an A two hundred with the AMG line and all the options, because you, the, the extra money you're going to pay for the two fifty, a little bit more performance, you're not going to notice not gonna it. Use it. It's a commuter car. You're not. It's not going to make a difference to you. So they go in there and they get told that there's no more A200, it's an A180 now. The guy doesn't know his product. It is a 200. Yeah, it's just a two. It's still two, it's a two liter. Yeah, yeah, it's basic. No, it's actually, oh, no, it's a 1.4. No, it's a, no, it's a three cylinder. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah, a 1.4. Right. 1.3. Three, okay. But this guy doesn't know his product. He's telling him there's no A200. There is. There is. <laughs> okay. So this guy, like, and then, and then the thing was, you know, are you trading a car in? And no, my car got totaled. And then he started going down the path of giving it, telling him how his parents totaled the car and, you know, sh- they should do a compo case. And, mate, I'm here to buy a fucking car, mate. I don't Just need, you know, car. like, mate, like, you're not... But that's, again, that comes out of salesman. You might have got yeah, the but wrong that's, guy. Yeah, but that's not your... Like, you're not there to... You, you don't know what kind of traumatic experience these people are. Yeah. Don't... You know, there's very few of these guys at dealerships that are good. Like, are, are real good salespeople. Because most of them are there because but, they just need to fill orders. But I think the internet also... You can go on your configurator. So I, okay, that's probably me thinking. I'm going to walk in there knowing what I want. Where... Yeah, but... A, a dealer, a yeah, but dealer, you can still give the experience. Yeah. Right? Even if the customer comes in, and, and we've been car shopping. Yeah, heaps of times. Heaps of times. And laughed right. our way out. That's right. And then also got stitched up and paid, you know, a lot more money for a Porsche. Me? Yeah. <laughs> the first one? That's, no, no, no the first one. The first, first one. First one, you said, I'm not going over 100. Yeah, the first one I had on the other. Well, my, okay, well, 
and then, and, 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 and then it was ticking boxes. Yeah. Then, then it was like, it was fully loaded yeah. at 132. But, but the thing was that, see, that guy, he was actually good. He was a good because salesman. Because he just let it run. It was a shame their service department was shit. That's a, you know, Porsche right. dropped their diesels. But I remember, I, 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 we, we bought cars for a long time. My limit was always 50k. <clears throat> I remember the, the Mark V Golf GDI. Yeah. Got that for 48. That was a beautiful car. That was a nice machine. Then um, the Golf R, that went to 51 with, uh, we had the, the Law Society discount card and that applied to real estate yep. agents, if you remember. Uh, then we moved to the AMG, so we nudged 82. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought, oh, well, you know, that was yeah. a bit of fun and yep. we need something bigger now. Yep. I'm not going over 90. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think no, 123000 dollars later. more than 100 grand on a car. $132,000 later, the McCann, we got rid of that within a year. Anyway. Yeah. You're looking um, to buy cars. Yeah. What's, what's, what's going to go in the fleet, Hal? What's going? The Audi. What's wrong with the A7? Say it. It's not big enough. It's not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's based on the A80s, isn't it, with like a hatch? Uh, no, it's not. It's is based it on a, the A6. A6 with a hatch. You yeah, open that hatch. Look, it is a big car. You open that. You yeah. could fit at least seven dead bodies in that boot. Mm. But they're laying flat. Yeah, you can't. Cause What's your cause, problem? It just, uh, yeah, I just can't get enough stuff in. And, and the problem I've got is that even though it's a big car, because... Both of my boys are still in booster seats. Yes. I cannot get anyone over five or six. In the middle. I, or it's got to be a very skinny nine-year-old that doesn't need a booster seat to sit oh, in the middle. Oh, it's in the middle. But, okay. But i got mum and dad. Yeah. So every time, like, I've always got it. And I don't really like pulling the seats out because they're very hard to get back in. The, the, well, you've seen the Holden ads with a seven-seater. Why don't you get one of those four-wheel drives? No. <laughs> what are you looking at, buddy? No. Where are you going? Say it. I'd like a Dodge Ram. But that, okay, how many seats are in that? Five, but, but it's very wide. So you can get an adult in the middle with the two booster okay. seats. Okay. Um, the Amarok and the Ranger, you can as well. But? But it pisses me off that I'm gonna pay this almost the same money. This is this is now down to you and the, the Porsche. Ah, we're at a 90, maybe we're gonna run 20. Let's get an X-Class. If, I, if I've gotta pay in the 60s, for a wild track or an Amarok, okay, then a Ram's like seventy-five over five years is a couple of grand a year. Bigger, bigger, bigger vehicle. You got. I got to do the maths on it. When you when you work out the money, I mean, 70, 60 to seventy. And the resale on the Ram's going to be better than the other ones because some reselling Utes are awesome. Yeah. Like no matter which so, one. Yeah. That's that's my. But the Ranger and the Amarok, they they're getting on in age. Well, the Amarok's due for an update, so that's nearly well, pulled Ford it out. and Volkswagen are together, building the next year. That's right. So, so I, I can't go down that path. Hilux? No. Too no. expensive? No. No, just... It's not Too big small? enough. No, it's not big enough. The, the, you, you won't get an adult in the middle. Okay, so the, well, if you're going to buy you so and you want an adult At the moment, the middle, it's a Dodge Ram. It's a Ram. Um, I'm hoping the Silverado is going to turn up. Where are you going to park that? The Silverado. I could park that out the front of my house and still have to move it for my wife to get out of the garage. <laughs> the Silverado is long. No, no, not the 2500, the 1500. But that's not the one they're bringing out. No, no, the 2500 is here. Yes, that, that. That came courtesy of HSV and yep. gets converted here. They're looking at bringing the 1500, which is the same as the 1500 Ram. Okay. So it's like a bigger version, bigger Ranger. Not as big as an F-150. Yeah. So it's an it's a in-between. Yeah. Re really, that's probably my next 
move. They confirm the 1500 though? Or? No. HSV already had three shifts. They're running 24 yeah. hour shifts. Yeah. So I don't. The... Um, well, that, the RAM is the one that's running their shifts. But again, the RAM we're getting at the moment through what HSV is converting through the RAM dealerships yeah. is the superseded model in the States. Yeah, the, 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 they're giving a, a one year run. And I think they're yeah. going to bring out the new one next year. That's right. Just so, they were just testing the waters and having a go yeah. at the. Conversions. So that's what I'm going to. That's what I'm, I'll look at early next year. That when they bring the updated one out, it'd be really nice if Dodge pulled their finger out, considering they already have a dealer network with Chrysler and yeah. stuff. Mate, just pull your finger Is out. Is the Ram sold through the Chrysler? No, no, no. It's through Ram dealerships. So standalone. Yep. It, it is not. It's not an official import. I, I know again, that. Again, again but... it's. Yeah, it's, no, no, it's a standalone Ram dealerships. Yeah, it's like it's through HSV. Yeah, there's a few Ram dealerships in Sydney. Okay. Penrith, Campbelltown. Yeah, no, I, I love my Audi, but uh, it's a beautiful car to drive. I actually started looking at S-classes. How old? Uh, no, current, to... 15s. Right. Are we up to 180,000, 180,000? No, 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 no. They, they, there 15, was... These are about four years old now. They're four years old. They had an S350DL. That? Right. The 350D is an awesome engine. Yeah. And and it, it was the L, right? So it's not fitting in my garage anyway. Yeah. Right? It had this... Um, Black? Brownish red velour hood lining and... The interior? Yeah. It, it was all it was all through the... It was all special options. What's his design? Yeah, pretty Dezinho. much. Pretty much. What's the, what's the outside and, colour? Uh, it was black. Oh, that's right. like black, yeah. It was it was really nice. This this is pimped out. It was pimped out. I mean, the, I think I think that car if it had a black interior would have been oh, yeah. one thirty. They had it at one hundred and eight. One hundred and eight because with, thir- with thirty five thousand k's because you're really going to have to like the interior. That's probably like a two hundred eighty thousand dollar car with those it options. It was it was pimped. It had <laughs> yeah. It had all the right options. I on it. I drove <clears> when. It was time to get rid of the diesel McCarr, and I test drove a GLC 350D, and that thing hammered. I mean, I, I drove yeah. it. I drove it back to back with a GLC 43, and the 350D had almost like S-class suspension. Like it, it would soak up the bumps. Where the AMG was, it reminded me of the A45. It just you feel every yeah. little two dollar coin on the road but the 350 would still get up and boogie it was typical diesel run out of puff at 4000 but bait it when it wanted to go it would go um it was an, an extraordinary engine by mercedes it was um i think it was one of their better diesels um and i was sort of looking at an e350d for the missus they're about 80 76 80 for one one year old they've they've plummeted in the second hand market because she yeah. loves diesels, my wife. She drives her Passat at the moment, and um, I thought, how about we upgrade to a one two-year-old E350D? That would be a weapon. That'd be yeah. a Q car. But, but it looks like a C-Class. It fucking yeah. looks like a C-Class. That's the thing, That's especially like, now that the C-Class has the same tail It's the same effing car. It's frustrating. Anyway, hopefully Mercedes will rectify that. Guess what else happened last week? You got lucky? Yeah. I want a cruise. Oh, okay. <laughs> I literally want a, I want a Mediterranean seven-night cruise. So... Who are you taking? Uh, my wife doesn't like cruises. I mean, my, <laughs> you know what? My wife likes cruises. Do you want to take her? <laughs> is this, do I have to edit this part? No, my wife is coming. Um, she's a bit freaked out that the first... It goes to Egypt and it's, a, it's, a, it's across the Mediterranean, but the first 
two days is just all ocean to get to Egypt and then you work your way back through Cyprus, Turkey, Greece. So what's happening? Uh, what are you doing with the kids? The kids, the grandparents will have to come back and look after them. But the thing is, I'm on the cruise, but I haven't won the tickets to get there. So you still have to make your way to your... Oh, you still got to make your way. Yeah, yeah. but the flights are cheap at the yeah, moment. Yeah, no, it'll be off-season. Yeah, it's the year, flights are cheap so. at the moment. So. Um, so yeah, I did get lucky, mate. That's that's what happened. That's fantastic. During the week. But other than that, that's about it from my end. I drove a Corolla Hybrid. Riveting. It, you know what? Like, it's a CVT. You... But you get so caught up with... It's almost like driving a PlayStation. <laughs> you get in this car... Whizzing? It was the top of the range one. I don't know what they're called. It was like the digital dash, the the head-up display. You can set the screen to show you the map of the hybrids and what's happening. You, it's like a game that you want to keep it running on electric mode. And so you don't want to hit the accelerator. But it's seamless. when the engine comes in, it's seamless. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not like the stop-start where the engine just kicks in. It is seamless. This thing. Very linear. It was a cruiser. Like I thought, what a what, what an amazing car. If you're a, if you hate driving and you want to be bored out of your brains, I think it's a good it's a good little car. And I'm sure think, it doesn't. I didn't have it long enough to compare what what the fuel range and 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 what it is. But I've read and heard that they around the city they're doing four and a half liters per hundred k. But it was fully loaded. It had um, wireless charging for your phones. Um, it was a nice car. If Avis gave it to me to rent, I, I wouldn't be not happy. My um, my things. Look, I I, don't, I think there's a there's a there is definitely a place for the EVs, but you get a lot of these fanboys that are um, you know, oh look at the accelerator, especially the Teslas, right? Yeah, okay, you like your Tesla does like yeah whatever, not two hundred in three seconds, whatever. But what's it like to drive on twisty bits? All I see is Teslas getting lined up against supercars for 400 meter sprints. Yeah, but I don't see anyone pointing about a track because they're not they're not going to go. Around. That's what I mean. They're not. And and the thing is, once you've done your third or fourth run, you got to plug it in. You got to plug it in, yeah. especially if you use ludicrous mode. But there is a place for it. Look, I, cars I, sell at 0 to 100. How often do you do 0 to 100? It's just a number. It's a marketing. It's a it's a target and. People I looked. Sell. I priced up the Tesla three. Yeah. Right. Just. I mean. But the thing is, it doesn't come with um, ludicrous mode. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably up. I'll probably later on. Yeah. It's, yeah. Right. Sting another eight grand. Yeah, whatever. It. But it's still it's over a hundred grand. Which the one you want. The one you want. Which if they throw ludicrous mode in, think about it. <laughs> but, but compare that to a. Th- is it the size of a three series? A C. I don't know. But the, oh, I, know, I thought you looked at it. The, I, saw, I saw one the other day. Yeah. But if you compare it to, say, a 340i. And it was the red one. And you know what? I looked at it from the front and I went, oh, oh no, that front end. I went, fuck, it's Lightning McQueen. Yeah, yeah. That front end, it's, yeah, you just, you need to put those eyelashes. Remember the Volkswagen? Just have those oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me lie. <laughs> That's what you need to put on it. It's, um, yeah, look, there is a place for it, but I don't know. I, yeah, it's. But when you say 110 grand, ludicrous, well, the top of the line. That was with, like, no, that was loaded with everything, performance pack yeah, before, But if you compare it to, say, a 3 Series, a 340, what's the big, the M Sport, not not the M3, th- that's about the money. You, you pay about 120 grand for, like, the, the top 3 Series or the top C, the C43 is about 120. Yeah, I know, You know but, what I mean? But the petrol, it's, yeah, Pete, it's a, a lifestyle. There's a, there's a twin thing about this, right? It's a, it, yeah, it's a lifestyle choice. Or a statement. Play, you've got to play because it in. there's a 2019 
BMW 7, is it a 730e? The hybrid. Yeah. So it's the two liter yeah. with the hybrid. With the, yeah. Right. This thing's loaded. It's a demo with a couple of thousand Ks for 110 grand. What? Yeah. Seven series. But then when you drive that, it's going to be worth 60. Well, what's a Tesla going to be worth? Yeah. Like, but that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you're going to need two parking spaces to put it It's in. going to be like when the Mustang came to Australia. Everyone wanted it for a year. There was high demand. That's right. There was no second-hand market. And now there was like, there's four red ones at my local Ford dealership when I drive past in the morning. They're all yeah. lined up. And there. they're all sitting there. Yeah. Just because, sitting there. you know, it's... Um, they had their fun in the sun. They're still selling new, but... That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So... Going out to the drags next week. So next Saturday, you're taking the... Next uh, Saturday Kermit. is... What have we nicknamed your GDSR? There's no nickname. Kermit. Kermit Green. There's no Kermit Green. It's not Kermit Green. What's the Green? Spitfire Green. Kermit Green. It's Kermit Green. It stands out. It's better than Kermit the Bog. Yeah, next Saturday, test and tune. So we're going to um, just um, make sure everything's right with it. Go out. See how we go. Might bring the microphone so, down. See if we can go to get a 10-6-0 out of it. If you put me and Ross in the back seat, you won't. It's going to be more like a 61 <laughs> <laughs> So we can interview you while you're uh, dragging when you put in D for drag. Yeah, no, no, we're not going to do race camp. No, 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 no race, no? No. You put in D for drag and... Um, yeah, no, so that, uh, yeah, up for that, I drove the Kia Cerato GT how's for that? a date. So I'll give you a, a better review next week. Is that a proper tranny or is that a CVT? DCT. What does that stand for? Dumb. <laughs> Car transmission. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> what colour is it? Silver. Silver. Nice car. They've what a just first... a touch on it. Just that they've just they've got the synthetic sound through the for the exhaust. Oh, okay. You can't get rid of it. You can't turn it off. No, there's no off thing. You have to. But pop... do you notice it? Like, can you? Yeah. If you've got it in sports mode, you can. Yeah. Didn't like it. My Audi has it. I can turn it off. Yeah. I turned it on because the kids like it. Sounds like a UFO, the Audi. It sounds like a Lambo. Yeah, well, it's got but, the same exhaust. But it's, yeah, so, but this is very, it's very synthetic. Yeah. And it comes, it's just, yeah. There's, I, I mean, it's got adequate power. It's you. Oh, would, yeah. I would call it usable power. Because you're not going to redline that thing, but it's yeah, enough for you to hammer and get through. It's 150 kilowatts. Yeah, there's enough. It's down on torque a bit, yeah. but... So I think it's 270 newton meters. So yeah. it's not a big talky engine. Yeah. But um, for for you know my um, my brother Alex picked it up for himself. He loves it. It, it was very nice to drive. Yeah. Um, the DCT is a bit jerky. You got to get used to is, it. Is that the calibration, or do you think it was it because think, yeah, it's brand new? Or? I think it, I think it's just um, you got to get used to driving it. Yeah. Yeah, you've either got to leave it in sports Look, mode and get on it. People dump on the DSG. I've I've had the two the two Volkswagens I had. The the, the boxes were fine. I never had a problem with the jerkiness. I used to use the paddle shift all the time anyway. And the two Macans that I've had, I got the PDK box, and I've not had a problem. I've never I've never had a problem with the boxes. I, I, it must be hit or miss. You may may buy a lemon or something like that. But I've I've never really had. A well, problem that's right. With yeah, boxes. it's not a. Um... Oh, it wouldn't be for me. If I was going to go for a, I, I, I don't. If I was going to go for a hatch, I'd probably just wait for an A forty five. You would just compare. No, no, I'll just say no, thirty thousand dollar car to an eighty two. No, no, no. But I said if I was going to get a hatch, right? 
I'd get no. You can get you a, can't cross shop at a Kia GT. Yeah, but, no, but you can get a you can get a used A forty five, like a Mercedes certified oh, one never. in the forties. I wouldn't ever buy a used A forty five. You know what you I, did with I, it, mate. I know what I did with mine. Yes. First of all, yes. that's their version of a DCT. I know what I did with yours as well. <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, (laughs) so Pete got his A45 and went on holidays. No, no, yeah, went on holidays from the road. Yeah, went on holidays from the road. I just ran the engine in and I wanted to know whether this Mercedes had kicked down. My my, my dad had a 70s S-Class and when you wanted to drop a gear to have a button at the end of the accelerator and you'd literally floor it and it would kick down. Yeah. And I just ran the engine in because it was a massive sticker on the on the windscreen that's had running procedures. Yeah. You can't go more than three and a half thousand RPM, even though we did five launch controls the first day I bought it. And then um, I ran it in. It got to fifteen hundred k's. So I said, I am now. There was a stretch of road. I'm going to send it. I'm going to do it. There was a stretch of road where I've never been booked in thirteen years, and I gave it. And then this car came out of nowhere, and there's no room for the police to sit and wait. I'm not going to say which road it is. And this car caught up to me from behind. I thought, because it was the first A45 in Sydney, I thought, oh, here's someone else now that wants to drag me. And no. Whoop! Yeah, I saw the Christmas lights come on. And, there you go. Yeah. So three months holiday. So I was moving house. You lent me one of your utes. Yep. I had the A45. And you had the A45. And I got pulled up the first day. First hour. Yeah, first hour. <laughs> you weren't doing anything. It was a marked car. They got their yeah, license. Yeah, the license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come up to the window. said, uh, good day, officer. I didn't do anything. He goes, yep. Got your driver's license on you. I go, yes, I do. It's not Pete's. <laughs> <laughs> was he deflated? He must have thought. He, he, looked, he looked there. I go, I, go, I looked there. I go, I gave Pete my car. <laughs> say that. Well, you did. I go, Pete's got my car. He goes, Pete doesn't have a license. I go, yeah, but you think I'm driving my car. <laughs> I go, no, no. I go, I'm just borrowing it to take it in for a service. He just, he knew I was bullshit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then you got pulled over the next day and it was that yeah. stinking hot day. Yeah. Just, and he was upset as well. Yeah, and then I right. just thought, you know what, Pete, you can have your car back. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> so you were driving fun. back on the fourth day yeah, with the much. red lights? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you just waved your arms <laughs> up in the air. I had to walk home now. <laughs> but it was funny because when Mary was driving it, but then I suppose I know the difference between a Peter and a Mary. Yeah. Yeah, so, I thought so. So, yeah. But yeah, hopefully next week we can do uh, record from the drag strip on Saturday morning. Yeah, we've got a few guests coming up. Do, do I jinx it? Do I just say... We'll no, I'm going to say... Right, Demetrios Lafcides. He's coming right? up with his adventure Porsche Porsche GT3 Cup Car Racer Wannabe. We'll have right? a chat with him during the week. Yes, he's gonna. we're going to talk about our um, antics in the eastern suburbs of Sydney oh. with a GT3 RS on slicks at night on a street. Oh, there's a few stories. In cold you. weather. There's a few stories with Demetrius, and one of them was when I bought the yeah. A45. He was looking at an A200, uh, A250 for a company car. Yeah. He got the, the, the Q3. Got, yeah, he got the Q3. He got the Q3. Yeah. Bad decision. Instead of the 250. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Then he got into the A45, and we were driving through the eastern suburbs. I hope he knew these roads because they were hills or crests. Yeah. I had no idea what he was doing, but he's a bloody good driver. Yeah. And yeah. he pulled up and well, he, goes, we, we, he pulled up and he goes, "Fuck! I should have waited for the A250." <laughs> yeah, no, well, anyway. we we were we were like two wheeling it in this GT3 RS, and it was like, well, you know, surely the guy pulling out of his driveway has heard us coming. <laughs> But, uh, there was another. But uh, Jimbo, Jimbo now rides Ducati, Ducati um, bikes in uh, cross country. Yes, and we've been talking um, to him about that. Yeah, we've been trying to get him on for a while now, but he's a bit famous for us now because he's on the front uh, cover of um, of a magazine. We'll ask about his modelling career. So it's taken um, off. He did. Ha- he did have his clothes on, um, but <laughs> they wanted to sell the magazine. They, yeah, they had to. So yeah, that's one of our guests coming up. Um, we've still got to tee up the time with Porsche as well. They've they've confirmed that they want to have a chat with us as well. Um, I'm going to see her again this year, Hal. Of course you are. So I'm going to this this year's theme. I'll be trying to hook up with some Ameri- uh, Australian companies that are selling good product in the US. I'm going to organise a few interviews from SEMA, and I may be a guest on two podcasts. Nice. So, I'll be, uh, once that's confirmed, I will be telling you which friends of mine in America will be having me on. Can I dial in? You can dial in. It's like like John Laws. You you can't, but uh, you can send (laughs) questions and I'll read them out. Why can't I dial in? You can't dial in. You can. How? What do you mean, how? (laughs) Like, it's not talkback radio. Yeah, but I could dial in. You could have me on speaker. Oh, right. Okay, okay, the topic might come up. That's all right. where, Where are your other... Idiots. Your, one's driving a Ranger over. One, one, one's on the way to the airport still. <laughs> <laughs> so we could do that. Oh, well, so I think we'll call it a wrap. Happy days. Happy days. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, you know, we download us on Stitcher, Spotify, Castbox, iTunes. iTunes have now, remember I said they were reclassifying. Yep. They've, they've got the automotive section. I don't know what they've done, but it looks the same. But they haven't got the charts, yeah. the rankings. So yeah, they're working on it. I don't know. But just like us, review us, say how good we are. Uh, if you want to send us an email, alltalk, A-L-L-T-O-R-Q-U-E, at outlook.com.au. Uh, send us through any questions and uh, we'll read them out on air. Um, I asked my daughter a question today. Do you need to have your headlights on if you're traveling at the speed of light? Why are you messing with a kid? She thought about it. She thought about it. The older one figured it out. And then the other one that... um, And then I asked about the other one. How, if you were coming in a running race and you overtook the guy coming second, what position are you? You're in a running race? Second. Second, okay, yeah. They said first. You're coming third. Yeah, money said first. Well, you know, I know, they're kids, I know. Why are you messing but, with the kids for But Pete? I said to them, what, what... You better start sleeping with one eye open. <laughs> There you go. So I was uh, mucking around with the kids today, but there you have it. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. And uh, we're back next week with some funny stories. And the drag strip. And the drag strip and some guests. See you then. Thank you. Bye.